Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaykul. There are some clean energy advocates who find themselves in a strange position, agreeing with former President Donald Trump. See, Trump and some renewable energy backers think infrastructure projects take too long to build under the nation's bedrock environmental law, the National Environmental Policy Act. That 1970 law was designed to ensure that federal projects were evaluated by various agencies to give proper consideration to the environmental impacts. But critics say the timelines have stretched and the costs are too high. So today, as the Biden administration gears up to make its own changes related to NEPA this summer, I chat with Politico's Josh Siegel, the usual host of this podcast. We talk about why some advocates like the NEPA changes under Trump and where the Biden administration stands. It's Friday, May 20th. So Trump imposed the first update to the National Environmental Policy Act, or NEPA, since its adoption in 1978, and really his motivation was to ease the regulatory hurdles for traditional infrastructure projects. We're talking highways, bridges, oil and gas pipelines. And that came in response, a large part, I think, to conservative groups, business groups who have grown really frustrated with how our environmental reviews, how our permitting process has gone on for decades. And it takes a really long time to build stuff in this country. And there was frustration that was holding back the economy. Got it. So why are clean energy and green advocates in particular in favor of some of those Trump era provisions? And how much consensus is there? Yeah, so a lot of clean energy groups, companies, and just general advocates say that keeping intact some of these Trump reforms could actually unleash clean energy projects. Again, that wasn't the motivation of Trump, but all types of projects would benefit if our review process was more efficient. So they're saying, look, Biden has set very ambitious goals, in particular reaching a net zero emission power grid by 2035. And that's going to require building a lot of big things, as Senator Brian Schatz, a Democrat from Hawaii, told me. I mean, that's just the reality. So as far as consensus, I don't think it's that great as far as the entirety of the environmental movement, which of course, is there's a lot of nuances within the movement. And Senator Schatz told me that a lot of left-leaning groups should realize that the priority here is climate and that they need to kind of look this policy square in the eye and fix it. As he told me, that's something that the government needs to do. And that's going to require a cultural shift within the environmental movement. So we're still seeing some some of the left-leaning groups who are saying, actually, the NEPA process needs to be strengthened. We need to not only undo the gutting of what Trump did, we need to go further. We do incorporate environmental justice communities when we're going about citing projects. So it's not great consensus, but there is a significant contingent of clean energy advocates and some environmental groups who, who do want to see this process more efficient. Right. And the broader context with all of this, based on your reporting, is the Biden administration finalized a rule last month to undo some of the more controversial aspects of Trump's NEPA changes And there's a second broader NEPA rule probably coming this summer from Biden. 
So what's the message green advocates have for the Biden administration as they continue to release regulations? So the message is that the administration, as they do the second part of the NEPA reforms, they should keep in place a lot of what Trump has done. So that means cutting down on permitting time by you know imposing specific deadlines. So two years is what the Trump rules did for most projects. So they want to see that kept in place. They want to see decision making really centralized into maybe one agency. Right now, there's sometimes a lot of parallel reviews going on with different agencies. So that was one thing that Trump got rid of. They'd like to see that kept in place. At the same time, they are very supportive of this first part of the NEPA reforms that Biden did, because really that was about restoring the ability for agencies to review the climate impacts of projects. And most people think that what Trump did in that area to prevent that from happening was really colored what he tried to do that might have been considered more productive, you know, by clean energy advocates. So there's a delicate balance there, but they think it's achievable. And so I guess the big question I have then is based on the people you talk to, can the Biden administration strike that balance between maintaining the integrity of environmental reviews while also making this process of approving infrastructure projects smoother and faster. Yeah, so I think there's optimism that they can because they've already, they recently released the Biden administration, a five-part action plan actually just this month, where they really indicate they intend to strike this balance. They say that they want to strengthen and accelerate the permitting process for big projects, especially clean energy projects and that they want to see more coordination early in the permitting process between agencies. They want to establish clear timelines. But at the same time, they want to do meaningful outreach with states, tribal nations, territories, local communities. They know that they really need to incorporate the views of environmental justice communities and strength and engagement around that. And, you know, I spoke with Senator Martin Heinrich, who has direct experience with a transmission project that involved his state of New Mexico. And he was saying, there is a balance here. Again, he's talked a lot about that consolidation of decision making. He thinks that would help a lot. And he says, look, I don't want to prejudge whether we should build something here or there. But this idea that we can't build anywhere is not a way to get things done. And, and there's a way to, to strike that balance. Also, the Interior Department will release a new five-year offshore leasing plan proposal by June 30th. That's what Interior Secretary Deb Holland said on Thursday during a Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee hearing. The proposal will be the first step in creating a new five-year plan, laying out exactly when and where Interior will offer lease sales for offshore acres. The proposal could come out the day that the previous five-year plan expires. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Josh Siegel is the usual host of the podcast. I'm the podcast producer. Raghu Manavalan edited our show this week. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Nirmal Malaykul, and we'll see you back on Monday. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash 
hydrogen fuel.